South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. That's probably the sound Jen wanted to come back from vacation to the least. It's like fingernails on a chalkboard, actually, but that's okay. Michigan, you can still hear him partying. <laughs> Probably didn't get a lot of sleep last night because they won the college football national championship. They wound up 15 and 0, didn't they? Yeah, because yeah, we had two 14 and 0s. Because uh, Harbaugh said after the game that he would get the tattoo 15 0 on his body somewhere. If that that I'm guy, sure only his wife will see, but that's besides the point. He's got a job for life if he wants it. I mean, they haven't won a now, championship since what the nineties? I think yeah. he was a long he, time. He was questionable there for a while. At the oh beginning. yeah, and then uh, it's kind of like, uh, but once once you win a national championship, yeah, he's pro- he's probably set for life. They just re-signed him to what like an eight-year deal. He yeah, makes they, more money than most NFL coaches. Why would he go to the NFL? Because there's all kinds of speculation, as there is every year, with all these NFL openings after yesterday. He'd be a fool to go. Is he's it got an, it made there? Yeah, but as an ego thing. Are NFL coaches looked at in a, a higher esteem than a college coach? A little bit. A lot of them want to prove they could do it at both levels. You know, like Spurrier tried, yeah. failed horribly. Remember that? It was oh, terrible. horrible. Or you know, you, you look at uh, Urban Meyer. Well, he tried, but did Urban Meyer ever go to the? He never went to the NFL, did he? I think it was a coordinator at the beginning of of his career. He was a uh, an assistant. Oh no, he was. Remember the one. Awful. Was it one year or two years with he the, did, the Jaguars? He? Oh, yeah. God. That's right. Oh, my, I totally forgot about that. It was, that, so, it was bad. so recent. I was thinking too far ago. That's oh, right. that's right. They oh, ran him awful. out of town for the same reason they ran him out of every other town. Oh, he was terrible. Remember, yeah. they talked about, by the way, good morning, guys. Hi, Dean. Yeah. Hey, Jen. Nice, Welcome back. Nice to see you. I haven't yeah, seen you guys in forever. I forgot about the Jacksonville experiment with him. Yes. Yeah. How about not good. Nick Saban? Was he ever? Dolphins? Oh, yeah. Okay. Also, not good. Yeah. It usually doesn't work both ways, right? Has there ever been, you go, okay, football people, has there ever been a college and NFL? Yes. Yeah, look at Jimmy Johnson. Okay. Uh, Bill Walsh is another one. Yeah. Stanford and the 49ers. It's also different now, I think. I, it's probably tougher to coach college kids because they sometimes make more than you with the NIL thing. Yeah. But still, in the pros, they're not going to listen to you. They're men. It's 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 a different it's, mentality. Yeah. It yeah, really yeah. is. It's a different know, I, psychological approach, I would assume. But totally. by the way, yeah. I just I just heard this clip. Of, was, we this was way too late, so none of us saw it live. But Jim Harbaugh was doing a post game interview with uh, Scott Van Pelt on ESPN last night. Sure, this was probably like at midnight or something. And so they were just inadvertently they're talking about spring football, and Jim Harbaugh's like, "Yeah, we're going to push it back this year. Probably start in March instead of February." And Van sounds Pelt like he's was, planning. So that's what it sounds like. Van Pelt goes, "Okay, so he's planning on being in Ann Arbor in the springtime." Okay. So he kind of like picked up on it. He got no, him in a celebratory he, moment. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody, and in the NFL's, whatever team, Washington, or who was the other one? The that, Chargers. Chargers, yeah. they're going to pay him as much as he's making in Michigan. Probably not. So if you could make as much, if not more, in college, work about three quarters of the amount of time, I would I would pick college, wouldn't you? I mean, he could be the next Bo Schembechler of, of this generation. Uh-huh. I mean, why would you not stick around <laughs> and be the legend? You know, Woody Hayes for That's, Jen and, you yeah. know. Paterno, Bowden, Saban. Like, go down in history. I think college is the better deal. It really is. At least for him. Because he's already won. And And he went there, too. Yeah, and I think you have a lot more pull as a college coach than you do as an NFL coach. For sure. Because right now, he is is God on campus. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. And you're protected. I mean, you you are, as NFL, the Sharks are coming after you. I mean, every minute of every week... That you have that job as an NFL head coach, they are coming after you. So, it, so in college, you're protected when you're a guy like a, that. A bigger question is: Do the Patriots get their quarterback now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what after? to do. <laughs> we don't know what to do about Michael Penix, the Washington quarterback. Because you know, listen, he didn't have a lot of time to throw. Wasn't the best example, but mm, I like, I like him as a person. Yeah, I just don't want to trust him with the keys to the car. And he's, I mean, super talented <laughs> guy, but just not a good game and. Under pressure, he went against you know the best competition he's ever gone against as a college quarterback and didn't know. look too good, unfortunately. Yes. I still think he's great. I heard the best best wrap-up of that guy, and I know this is a little sports-centric, but he's probably going to have a great career, but more like a Teddy Bridgewater kind of guy in the NFL. Mm. Well, who? I guess. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's not a franchise quarterback, okay. but a good quarterback. But a, but a, a, a Jag, just another guy. Yeah. Yeah, but then know. look at the great quarterbacks that got Maybe. out of college and don't make it in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Tim Tebow being a prime example. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love Tim Tebow. 
But he was perfect for college, not the NFL. Yeah. I don't know. Look at the Jaguars guy. His hair gets in the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's Sorry, Jaguars fans. He's one. I don't know. I was in that county this weekend. Mm. Duval! There you go. Duval! <laughs> All right. Well, there's big news out of Georgia last night. Actually, there's big news out of the Trump uh, Truth Social account. This is where I first saw this last night. Boy, he's, he's pretty much claiming victory in uh, Fulton County already over this one. What did Trump truth? Oh my! Yeah, but see, I thought it was it wasn't Trump who started this. It was the other guy that's part of the, oh, the it lawsuit, is. right? Okay, oh, it is. All right. Here's All right. the background: a defendant in the Georgia election interference alleged case involving former president is filing a motion against Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Remember her? Oh goodness! Remember, and we couldn't understand how to say her name. But listen to this. <laughs> It accuses her of being in an improper romantic relationship, and there's a lot of receipts. It was filed by Mike Roman, Philly-based political operative, works for Trump's re-election campaign. Mm-hmm. Accuses Willis and a top prosecutor in the case of being in a relationship. It would make the indictment fatally defective, according to him. And if you followed any of what Trump was talking about last night on this thing, wow! if any of this is true, this is totally corrupt. Well, it's in, in essence, this district attorney, Fannie Willis, hired this law firm and special prosecutor by the name of Nathan Wade. Oh He's my. a private attorney. The question being is private attorney. He was also having an alleged affair with Fannie Willis. Mm-hmm. They say they have receipts according to reports, of lavish vacations that he took with Fannie Wilson, Will, Willis, based on the fact that she paid him more than $650,000 oh. in legal fees since he became a member of the team to prosecute Trump. So I guess what they have to prove is, did she financially benefit from having him as the prosecutor on the case that she hired him? Well, if that's the case, they say these two have been, according to insiders, that these two, Fannie Willis and this guy, Nathan Wade, have been on extravagant vacations at the tune of thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars based on the fact that he got paid all this money from her. So this evoked the rare five-parter from Trump. Oh, dear. We can't read all of it. Well, we'll get to the highlights. It starts with, from him, Okay. a statement by Donald J. Trump, (laughs) 45th President of the United States on the Capitals. He starts it off by saying, has everybody seen the revelation just announced? In the great state of Georgia, Fulton County DA Fannie Willis criminally indicted your favorite president, me, and many others, hired and exorbitantly paid a romantic partner to prosecute the 45th president of the United States. Again, talking about himself. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. He was paid a fortune and then took beautiful Fannie, (laughs) expensive, (laughs) but all paid by by Georgia voters, vacations, which is what you were talking about. Well, yeah. If if the district attorney is hiring this guy, Nathan Wade, it's the county that's paying him. Page two says, so she would give the lawyer lover large sums of money. And then take romantic trips together. How do you like that? It has been alleged they've been involved in a romantic relationship before he was appointed special prosecutor. Blah, oh, which blah, means blah. this is premeditated. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what he's like, saying. Let me, let me give my boyfriend an extra couple of bucks on the side. But more than $650,000? Oh, the, she benefited. Are you kidding right. me? Uh, goes on to say, and this, is, this part's in all capitals. I'm so proud to be showing the people of America how corrupt, crooked Joe Biden and our justice system is. All charges against me and others should be immediately dropped. He's right. If that's the case, I, I, come this on. This is totally corrupt. It's like- Are you kidding me? <laughs> Please. Uh, let me see. Let me hire my boyfriend so then I can benefit with these nice vacations, maybe a new car, Amazing. maybe a new place to live. Good Lord. Jeez. Please. Well, uh, update on the Alaska Airlines Boeing thing where the door plug fell out. They, we had yesterday, they, they found the plug, but they also found one of the phones that got sucked out of this thing. Uh, Working that condition. really is pretty amazing. It really is. Uh, it's actually incredible. And Jimmy Kimmel versus Aaron Rodgers, part three. God, they hate each other. They do. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. All right, you heard it. Kind of a nasty forecast. It's windy now. We'll have gusts of about 40, some rain in the area. Then it gets really nasty tonight, and then and then it gets cold, actually. That'd be nice. So the question is, when we're driving to work tomorrow, is it going to be really ugly? Mm, probably no more than this, right? Okay. I was curious. It's always ugly when we drive to work. It's dark. Well, it's true, too. Uh, And it's usually just us and drunks or truckers. Uh, (laughs) And and that's the God's honest truth. I saw another drunk this morning. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, it's it's I, now they get it's it's so bad they actually have their own little like it's two four eight you got to call you know pound two four eight on your phone. I, I I turned him in. I was like I almost got hit again by some creep. Jen's on mobilize again. <laughs> it's like come I on. got another one for you. <laughs> Jeez. She calls two four eight. It's like hi Jen. <laughs> oh yeah, God. Whatever the number is. But what anyway, do you have now? It's, but it's crazy. It's, I know it's, it's like, crazy. Like, there's no reason to be drunk and behind the wheel. Stop well, it. Well, I listen. This is a topic for another day. But I am completely convinced there is a completely different kind of inebriated on the road now with the potheads. I mean, it's to, it's it's obvious. It's clear as day. You mean the ones that are never, 40 in the high I, speed I've line? never <laughs> seen so many slow drivers yeah. on 95 that, that at that time in the morning ever. ever. And they're oblivious. It's they, incredible. They, they don't know what a mirror is. They oh. don't know how to turn around. It's like a loo. <laughs> okay, we got off the subject. I apologize. Here's something else crazy. We don't usually play like an NBC report, but here's the update. They do a good job summing it up because it just sounds so insane when you objectively look at the Lloyd Austin story, our defense secretary. Yes. Here's the latest of what they say. At this point, it's still not clear whether <laughs> officials here in the Pentagon were ordered not to disclose that the secretary was hospitalized or whether there was just a massive breakdown in communication. How is it still not clear? We oh. know that it was a breakdown in communication and you still don't have an explanation? Well, here's the question. What was wrong with Lloyd Austin that he was in ICU for how many days? Four? Right? Four At that least, we know of. That we know of. Uh, you know, I can tell you when I was in ICU, I was in a coma. So th- th- I was not communicating with anybody. But my children easily picked up the phone and called the radio station and said, you know, my mother's not going to be there tomorrow. Right. And that was radio. Come on. There's a defense secretary. What's even worse, the president doesn't know. Nobody in the cabinet knows. But more importantly, the person that's supposed to replace him when he's incapacitated didn't even know about it. As scary as it is and as... Well, limited in information as is, it actually revealed a lot of the. First of all, first and foremost, this con- should confirm to everybody that Joe Biden, Joe Biden's not in charge. He's not. No, he's just not. Whoever is pulling his strings is. But also, and this is the scary part. It should confirm that the Pentagon is a total mess right now. Total well, mess. Anthony Blinken's back in Israel, but I, 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 this is the guy that's the link between the president of the United States and all forms of military force. Is he not? The yeah. defense secretary, isn't mm-hmm. that what this guy does? And yep. he's out for four days that we know of. No one knows where he is. No one knows he's comp- incapacitated. They said on January 1st, he had a, a Zoom meeting, a, a, for lack of a better term, with the president of the United States. They didn't know he was in the hospital. Nope, didn't know. And his underling, who was supposed to be in charge, she got back from an overseas trip. She didn't know. I, this hey, is ridiculous. You, you have the keys to the Pentagon right now. I do? Yeah. Okay, great. Great. Awesome. Wonderful. But it, this is this is normal. Take any other administration, and this would be chaos. I can't wait to hear Jean Pierre today talk about why Lloyd Austin was gone for a week and no one knew about it. She'll, this is what it'll be. I'll direct you the, to the Pentagon for that. Oh, that she has right. no answers to anything. She, well, she, she's as dumb as the rest of them. But that's besides the point. I mean, it's scary, but it clears up a lot all at the same time. They're a mess. And yeah, then, then, then there'll be some sort of a call from the Republicans in Congress to have a hearing on this, and they'll threaten and big talk, and nothing will happen. Nothing. I, it, 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 it amazes me they do th- nothing. that they get away with all this stuff. It's like, stop it. Well, over, <laughs> uh, over the holidays and uh, the tail end of your vacation, the Aaron Rodgers versus Jimmy Kimmel fight kind of percolated up a little bit. It goes way back to Jimmy Kimmel and his monologue and his late-night show making fun of Aaron about not taking the vaccine. Oh, is that where this all started? That's where it all started. Okay, makes sense now. And then the whole, and the Epstein thing is tied to this because uh, Aaron Rodgers goes on Pat McAfee's show on ESPN and he says, Jimmy Kimmel, he's going to have a bad day. He's going to be mentioned in this. And he wasn't. Oh. So now Jimmy Kimmel has a late night show and he turned his monologue into this thing. So he he took shots back. Aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself because he had success on the football field. He believes himself to be an extraordinary being. He genuinely thinks that because God gave him the ability to throw a ball, he's smarter than everyone else. Can you imagine Johnny Carson or Letterman taking a personal beef and forcing the audience to watch that? No, never. I, I don't think there would have ever been a personal beef to begin with, and if it was, you never would have heard about this it. This is his monologue. This is like this is what they've done to late night comedy. 
And then he goes on and he says this. We learned during COVID somehow he knows more about science than scientists. A guy who went to community college, then got into Cal on a football scholarship and didn't graduate. Someone who never spent a minute studying the human body is an expert in the field of immunology. He just put on a, he put on a magic helmet and he, that G made him a genius. It's yeah, but why, why does Jimmy Kimmel wow. get to say that, though? Because it was nonstop propaganda and poking fun at people that decided as a personal health issue not to take the vaccine. He had whole monologues about that. It's what he turned it into. So yeah. why does he get to? I, because he's, he's an no expert. health expert either. Sure he is, Bill. He's, he's, he's a talk show host, so therefore oh, he God. has the ability and the knowledge and the background in medicine to his, tell you that you need to get that vaccine. His Pfizer advertisers got to ABC and they forced Jimmy Kimmel to uh, tell people to get the vaccine. It was all corrupt. It's, but uh, this is ridiculous that he spent, he spent a good five minutes just trashing Aaron Rodgers. So anybody that remotely likes Aaron Rodgers now hates Jimmy Kimmel. Well, that's true too, right. Uh, so exactly. does it benefit Jimmy Kimmel? I, I don't know. I, I don't watch the late night talk shows anymore because they're so ridiculous. It's all about them. Yeah. Fallon's even worse. Fallon, it's all about me. When he had, I'm telling you, I, I lost faith in Jimmy Fallon when he had Paul McCartney on and insisted on singing Let It Be with Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. Uh, let it be, Jimmy. Shut up and let Paul McCartney sing. He just did it again. I think it was last month with Keith Richards. No. Sing Start good. Me Up. No. Did he really? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There is hope for TV, though. Oh, so we were talking about the Golden Globes, which yeah. seem to be less woke, and they actually put it on at a time where people can see it. Lo and behold, the ratings went up. Yeah, they went up 50%. It's nothing to what it was like pre-pandemic. But the past couple of years, hasn't it just been streamed? And then one year, I mean, COVID, it wasn't at all. Right. So they're trying to make a comeback. But the problem is they went all woke on all these other award shows, and they got killed, even the Oscars. So when the Academy Award lost all that viewership. Right. It's just, So this is the beginning. And I think they did a number of things. One, they went to network television. Two, they started early. Three, they extremely limited everything. So do the other shows learn from this? We can only hope. Limit the speeches. That means they can say less stupid stuff. And then it was, you know, it I was think, all right. I think they gave them all a minute. And, th- and then they just shut them down. They talked over a minute. They had somebody right in front going, wrap it up. Good. <laughs> okay, I got to shut up. I'll see you later. Bye. It, it seemed better. Yeah, well, that's what they got to do. All right, we got rapid fire. Ooh. Jen's first rapid fire back from vacation. I forgot all about it. This is your first no. rapid fire of 2024. I forgot about it. I got to go Quick, find a story. Dig up some stories. Make something up. I will. And we got that and uh, more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. In one day, we've gone from 66% power to 100% power. All three of us are here. <laughs> Jenny, remember how to do this? No, I don't, but all I'm right. going to go. This will be good. I'm going to go all fluff stories because this is one of the greatest shows of the year. And every year I say, I'm. this is like a bucket list item for me, mm. the Consumer Electronics Show oh, in Vegas. Wow. We have to do the show from there one year. They have Radio Row, you know. They, they do, and, and we should be there. So they, they, they highlight some of the cool things that are coming out. Yes. Okay, how many of us have cats? Everybody? I do not have a cat. cat. Okay. Has your cat ever brought home a present? Oh, yeah. My one, the cat we had growing up was an outside cat. Used to bring in critters all the time. It would lay it at your feet. Yeah. Like, proud of it. Yeah, it's it's a gift to you. Well, two brothers from Switzerland have come up with a new cat door run by AI called Flappy. It takes a picture of your cat coming in. And if the cat's got something in its mouth, it shuts the the door so the cat can't get back in the house. So until the cat gets rid of whatever critter it is that it's holding, it won't be able to get back in your house. Kind of bad for the cat though. I do That's too. the instinct, right? Like it's instinct. It's what they're trained. To, really, what they're trained to do. They're, and they are. Whenever they kill like a like a little rat or something, they bring it to you. They're really proud. Yeah, yeah. like they've done their job. Because you're like you know you're, you're the leader of the pack. They're yeah. coming to you. Yep. They usually drop it on my pillow. I don't like that invention. Okay. How about <laughs> LG has a new see-through TV? This is incredible. I think I'm actually good. I'm glad you reminded me of this. I wanted to put this in the morning show blog. I saw it last night. I'm like, ooh, that's great for the morning show blog. So I'm going to do it. I don't know why one would want one. It's I want, called the. I want to see the TV. Yeah. It's called the OLED T. The T stands for transparent. Right. Now, they have it on a stand, just standing there. And, you know, when they turn off the TV, you can see through it. But they say for the ones that they put on the wall, it makes the big black triangle look like part of the wall, so it makes the room look bigger. Oh, okay. So that's, right. that was the reason. This is the one I want. A new brand called Sevi has a new oven that's as fast as a microwave. 
They claim it doesn't wow. give chicken and other meat that rubbery texture like the microwave does, and you can bake a cake in it in four minutes. Just like the uh, easy well, bake oven. <laughs> yeah, it's got a super watt bulb in that. Put a one. light bulb in there. A light bulb. So be looking for that. A Sevy. Huh. So, new new ovens. St- usually, a lot of stuff that gets revealed comes out. Do you remember way back in the day they said we're going to have fifty-five inch televisions? Right. Yeah. What? Now it's like. They're like two bucks. Yeah, I know. It's so true. It's amazing how the prices come down. I know. Remember this? Remember this from yesterday? The announcement from the NTSB? I'm excited to (laughs) announce that we found the door plug. (laughs) (laughs) That's about as excited as the NTSB gets. (laughs) Well, this was from the Alaska Airlines plane where the door plug, the side of the plane, blew out as they uh, had to return to Portland Airport. Uh, not only did they find the door plug, they found a work phone that had gotten sucked out of the hole from 16,000 feet, still working, still on in airplane mode on the ground. That's yeah, incredible. And the guy said it wasn't like all smashed up. He said it had a couple of scratches on it, and that was it. I'm thinking, wow, Apple's going to track that guy down. We were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. We said, imagine if, if they find this iPhone still works. What a great advertising campaign that could be. There you go. Should be anyway. Yes. Now, do they keep it, though? Because the guy was like... Hey, uh, can I have that back? All my apps are on there. I know, right? All my passwords. They, they probably keep it as part of the investigation, which stinks. I don't know. Imagine, so there were two phones that were lost. That's what they know so far. Yeah. Can you imagine if the other one was like a Samsung and right. it was broken and like didn't work and was wet? The 16,000 feet test. That's what it'll be now. Samsung died. We didn't. I don't know. Pretty amazing, though. It is amazing. But the scary part of this is they're finding out now that as they looked at the 737s that have... Uh, this particular door plug thing. Well, yeah. a lot of the bolts weren't screwed in properly. Yeah. That's not good. How does that happen? I don't Do, know. Isn't it on regular maintenance? Like, you know, in your car, when the door's open, little light comes on and yeah, shows oh yeah. you on the car right. that the door is open. Don't they have that like on a plane that says, ooh, door jar? It's just <laughs> not screwed in properly. I mean, it's closed, but it's just not secure. Yeah, you would think, though, something would show up. You would think, but I guess they don't have sensors for how you know tight the screws are. What I'm wondering is, well, thankfully, they actually did an investigation on these other planes because what, they find like nine or ten other planes? Yeah, about that. loose bolts. What I'm wondering, is this a machine thing? I, I, how, did that, oh. how does that even happen? Now, it may be like a torque thing. It's like they're, they're screwed into the human eye or what you would feel. Yeah. It has to be a certain amount of PSI. That's what I'm wondering, I don't know. right? Is this like a hand, you know... An actual mechanic, like someone working on an airplane, or is this like you know an assembly line thing? I don't know. <laughs> so, yep, that's good enough. Right. Hey, it's like an it's like an IKEA instruction, hand tight. <laughs> they didn't use, tight. They didn't, ah, they didn't use the yeah. They used mechanical tools, so they didn't use the you know yeah electric drill. I imagine uh, someone there just with a like an Allen wrench, a little one, to, little yeah. one they gave him in the box. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. It's scary, is what it is. It though. is. Well, How many this, other bolts aren't on right? This scared me, too, and I was scared about it for three or four months because, Jen, I didn't get to mention this to you yet yet because you've been gone, so I'm going to mention it again. Oh, I lost? You won. Yay! I was scared of you beating us all season long in our football picks, and it actually came to reality. I am only because Jen wasn't here last week. He must have been real. Wait, did you get close? I did. Oh, you did? And here's what made it interesting, because obviously Bill and I covered it last week. But oh, I missed that. Okay. Yes. you went, I, I went 5-0 and in the final week. You did? Yeah, you and did. I, I only uh, lost you by three games. You and you finished the season, Jen, with a record of 56-29. Oh, that was, and 29. That was really, way closer. Wow, you yeah. got a lot closer. So if I had one more week. How, many, how did I, I do in the last week? Uh, I must have sucked. You went 3-2 and two in the final week. Oh. Who did I lose with? You ended up losing actually both uh, college playoff games. You had Alabama beating Michigan. Oh, of course. And you had Texas beating Washington. So those right. are the ones you lost. But congratulations. I wanted to make sure you knew because you weren't here last week when Where's we announced it. Where's my bag of air? You get the 850 bag of air. That's right. You, you inherit it. You have to take care of it for a year. That's right. Bill had it last year. He okay. will pass it over to you in a trophy ceremony, and you will be the proud owner of the 2023 WFTL football picks bag of air. You're the champion. You got to well, carry it around so town much. like Miss America, though. Right. Like a tiara. <laughs> a lot of employers require some sort of college degree, right? Usually. But apparently, these schools aren't getting our kids ready for the workforce. They interviewed 800 managers, executives involved in hiring. 38% of these employers have avoided hiring any recent college grad wow. in favor of older employees. Why? 
The Gen Zers, they say, are not prepared. One in five employers say a recent college grad showed up to the interview with his parent. (laughs) Oh, no. Mom, get me the job. Oh, geez. (laughs) 53% say the graduates struggled with eye contact during the interview. They said they were dressed inappropriately. They used inappropriate language. And 63% of the employers say the grads came off as, quote, entitled. Yeah, well. They lack professionalism. They don't respond well to feedback. (laughs) And they cost too much to train. Wow. So if you got a college kid, you better talk to that college kid. Yeah. Tell him to come down to reality. Somebody Suck it has, up. Somebody has to make up comedy about this just to mock wow. it. We have to. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Oh, that sounds like a skit where you, you bring <laughs> your mom to the job interview. Oh, yeah. Oh, my and God. They, oh, and they get offended easily. Well, yeah, we know that. Okay. You know what, though? Life has a way of evening things out. It, this means the kids who are at that generation that, that aren't like that, they're going to... They're going to eat the other kids. They're going to own the world. So true. I'm trying to raise my kids to be that generation. That's right. Tell them to toughen up. Stop being babies Peter doesn't things. even feed them anymore. That's right. <laughs> who, who just toughen got up? Oh, Jody Foster just got in all kinds of trouble saying yeah. she can't handle these Gen Zers on the set because they don't work. She says they're annoying. Yeah, they're annoying and they don't work. And they oh. want too much money. There you go. Oh, okay, well. That. You're not entitled. Work. Mm-hmm. Well, this is uh, it's a tough one to describe because it's really a visual. <laughs> Maybe we'll put it on the blog. I don't know, Dean, or it's up to you. We told you 2024 was going to be insane. It has not let us down so far. A wild riot broke out in New York City yesterday oh. and last night. Uh, it was a synagogue. It was the, was the, was the site of the riot. It was a synagogue? All, it was all about a secret tunnel that was under it. Orthodox <laughs> Jews were yeah. dragged away in cuffs during the riot. After trying to block construction crews from filling in the illicit tunnels with cement. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. The, the Hasidic Jews built a tunnel? A tunnels. It all, a network. It all goes back to Come on. COVID when they were shutting down the city. It was really bad. And they said they wouldn't let them go to synagogue. They wouldn't let them go to funerals, weddings, all that stuff. Remember? Right, yeah. <laughs> the Hasidic Jews in New York said, fine, we'll go underground. They started digging tunnels from the synagogue to certain members residences and to other areas where they needed to get to and it was a pretty expansive tunnel apparently this had started there was a there was several residents in new york that had been complaining for months for new york city cops saying i'm telling you i can hear voices in my house how did they dig these tunnels like with like spoons and shovels shovels and a lot of patience are you kidding me so the city finally investigated and they said oh my god there are tunnels emanating from this synagogue so they brought in construction crews ready to fill it in with cement trucks oh jeez and that's where the you got to see the video and that's where the the orthodox jews came out of the tunnel ready to fight they all start just like coming out of the (laughs) tunnels like it was insane it was one of the most surreal things i've ever seen in my life you got to see the video of it it's just it's hard to describe Oh, at the end of the day, 10 uh, were arrested by the cops. They didn't completely fill in the tunnels yet because more investigation is, is considered here. They have to cement. go in and make sure there's nobody inside. Yeah, well, but you got to see this riot. Wow. Isn't it amazing, though, that it came to that because of COVID? They had to build, they felt like they had to build these tunnels. Tony, I mean, my you, gosh. You shut down people's way of life. They're going to find a way. They and find they, a way. They, they found a way underground. Goodness. I just want to find the guy who had been complaining to the cops saying, I can hear voices. I'm not crazy. (laughs) What a wild story that is. That is going to go on the morning show blog. Goodness. It's It's incredible. Real quick, guys, I'll finish off with weather because it's going to be nasty. Really ranging from uh, the southern states. You're talking Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia into the panhandle, which is where this line of storms is coming through now. This all stems from this weather that's coming down, this Arctic blast. They had a blizzard in Kansas yesterday. Really? It's going to be insane this week with winter weather. Like, the country is going to be frozen pretty much with, like, ridiculous temperatures and snow coming through everywhere. But on the tail end of it that we're getting, which is why it's so nasty out right now, this line of storms is going to come through the panhandle, causing possible tornadoes. They closed schools in Duval today in preparation for these storms because they think it's going to be that bad. And eventually it's going to make its way down here tonight. So thankfully we'll all be home around the time it's, you know, we're going to get these nasty storms. So talking like 8, 9, 10 o'clock through the overnight. And by the morning it should clear out. But they're, they're afraid of like tornado outbreaks in the, in these, you know, in the south, like Alabama, things it's like that. Be nasty. Oh, terrible. Yeah. All we'll right. see. Goodness gracious. Just Poor be people. careful. We'll have more on that coming up as well as more headlines. And new college national champion happened last night. And this was a game they actually got smart. They started early so most people could see it. Mm-hmm. 
That was a big deal. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Yep. Jennifer Correa just said it right there from my news partner at WPTV News Channel 5. Uh, nasty weather coming. It's it's kind of nasty now, but it's going to get a lot worse. It's worse in the northern part of the state, but then uh, after all of this stuff clears out, we get cold weather, apparently. I mean, that could change, but still, that's what's in the forecast. At least we get, uh, but considering we got our state, Alabama, Georgia, you're, you're talking, you know, the southern states, Texas is going to get it first. But then in the middle of the plains, you get... Uh, Idaho and other states, Idaho, Washington, Colorado, Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska, and Kansas getting hit with a blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> so we Mexico's getting hit with what we just had, by the way. So it's all these states, you know, out of the 50, 40 of them are going to be under some kind of weather alert today. It's January. Uh, welcome to the... Uh, Newswise, former President Trump expected to appear in two different courtrooms this week over efforts to allegedly overturned the 2020 election and the civil fraud case, but a big development in Georgia. Boy, is he happy about this one. And this really, truly may upend this thing. Defendant in the Georgia election interference case involving the president filing a motion against Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Remember Fannie? Mm-hmm. It accuses her of being in an improper romantic relationship with the prosecutor she hired. Yeah, here's the thing. She's going after Trump and, and, you know, Trump's accomplices for, you know, election fraud and all this other stuff. So she hires this special prosecutor named Nathan Wade. Nathan Wade's firm, and I think he's all by himself, by the way, gets paid in excess of $675,000. Nathan Wade is Fannie Willis's boyfriend. I mean, hundreds, if not thousands of billable hours. Yeah. And they said, now, okay, you want to hire your boyfriend? We understand that. But... They said he took most of that money, and the two of them went on these lavish vacations. This all on the taxpayer of Fulton County's money is paying for all this guy. So this is taxpayer money paying for the district attorney and her boyfriend to go on these lavish vacations. So this motion in Fulton County was filed by a guy named Mike Roman. He says this top prosecutor in the relationship would make the indictment, quote, fatally defective. Uh, List a little bit. What is wrong with these people? It's I don't like, know. <laughs> talk about nepotism at its best. Uh, but it's you can't have a district attorney hiring her boyfriend who's going to find even if it wasn't even Trump to financially benefit from anything. You can't do that. That's ethically. That is so wrong. And morally, that is so wrong. And then you're going to benefit from it as well. So it's like a kickback for the district attorney. Trump did a five parter on Truth Social talking about this Uh-oh. a rarity even for him. He goes on to talk about it, and he says, did they financially benefit from the relationship? In other words, was he paid a fortune and then took beautiful fanny on expensive out <laughs> vacations and paid all paid for by the people of Georgia? He may be right. Well, see you later. They'll find another reason. You know what? I, if, if Lloyd Austin isn't going to be in trouble for disappearing as right. the defense secretary for a week and no one knowing where he was at, while he was in ICU in a hospital, uh, Fannie Willis is going to skate on this as well. Boy, I, but, but in any other courtroom, it should have been thrown out. And uh, in sports, and they finally got smart and they put this thing out of time where most people in the country can see it. we got a brand new national champion. Present the national championship trophy to Coach Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. Pull it down! Pull it down! We did that! We did that! What do you say? Pull it down! What is that? Get to, I don't know. Wait, was it 27 years since their last championship? A long time. A long time. Got so. it done. That guy has a job for life if he wants it. Until he loses to Ohio State again, and then, he, then they'll call for his, call <laughs> for his firing. They keep uh, Jim Ryan around any longer. Ryan Day or Jim Ryan. Ryan Day around any longer at Ohio State. I don't think he has to worry about it. Ryan so, Day, uh, the, the rumor is Ryan Day is in trouble because he hasn't beaten Michigan. So Has he never beaten them? Nope. Really? Nope. Boy, you can't do that. Nope. I don't think so. Man, so Michigan winds up. I'll have to uh, go back and look, but I don't think so. Michigan winds up fifteen and zero. They were undefeated. Big game. Big, but, I bet you the ratings on this though will be enormous. Yeah, let's go back uh, three, four months. What did Mr. Adams in the corner over here predict? Michigan's going to go all the way and win the national title. Yeah. You said that a long time ago. It was weird. It was yeah. weird how they responded to the whole allegations that cheating when they suspended Harbaugh and all that stuff. Like, because that could have gone really south. But they, they they turned it into they were talented anyway, but they, they turned it into a rallying cry. Yeah. And it it, it worked to their advantage. Sure uh, every other school would have been run into the ground, not Michigan. Yeah, good for a Michigan. lot of them could have fallen apart. I don't know. Yeah, good for them. I was a little worried that uh and he's great. And Washington's a good team, but that I was looking at that Michael Penix guy because he's no one knows where to draft this guy, this quarterback. 
Is he was he any good last night? Apparently not. Well, didn't have much of a chance, but no. To put it frankly, no. Well, is it because the the defensive line of Michigan was so good, or because yes. his receivers were so bad? A little bit of both, and he okay. got a little panicky, which is understandable. But well, I mean, jeez, in a way, when you got a thousand pounds of meat running at you, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I'd be panicked too. I don't know what happens to that guy. Where do they draft him? So, it is is are the Patriots now looking at Michigan's quarterback? <laughs> I don't know what. By the way, De- Deaner would know. Let's go to the sports department. Sports Jen. director, oh, please. That kid, JJ McCarthy's only twenty. Is he going to declare for the draft? I think he could actually. Because you think he will. I don't know. I don't know if he will. he might now because I mean you accomplish your goals right unless you want to run it back, give another shot. Like if Harbaugh comes back, maybe he wants to come back too. But I mean he's climbing up. You know the big board as they say. They're saying he's like a top five quarterback now for the draft. I like him. Yeah, hmm. he's uh. smart. He's, he look, you know what's weird too. He's really good, you know, quarterback, and he makes smart decisions. College uniforms are weird sometimes. They make a player sometimes look smaller than they yeah. really are, or bigger than they really are. They make he, that kid is six three. I know he looks smaller than and that, and he looks tiny. Yeah, he's, he's that big. Yeah, he isn't is. that weird? Wow, I don't know. This is an incredible quarterback class. So there's like five to seven guys that could be starters next year. It's a good time to stink. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's the only thing that got me through the Patriots season. It's, Trust me on this it's one. Fair. All right, we got uh, we got more headlines coming up next. We'll talk about uh, the NTSB investigation so far in that Alaska Airlines flight. What's going on with that? Yeah, Apple should take advantage of that too. By the way, it's all related. And where the heck is the defense secretary? They still don't have an answer on this. I, this is crazy. All right, we get that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Big story of the day, unfortunately, is weather. So it's kind of goofy out there. It's windy. It's a little rainy in places. But then it gets really bad. If you got people who are in the northern part of the state, you know, keep in touch with them. They're saying that the I-10 corridor, uh, the panhandle is going to be kind of, kind of tough and is kind of ripe for tornadoes. Yeah, You don't ever want to hear that. Yeah, they're looking at uh, Alabama, Mississippi, uh, into parts of Georgia, the Carolinas. They're going to just – there's just this big red blob. And yeah. that's just going to, you know, spawn off all kinds of tornadoes, which are never good. So, Don't like to hear about no. the No, and they say it's not going to hit us till what? Late? T- it's going to be crappy all day, but the worst with the wind hits later tonight. And then it, it'll be overnight, and then early tomorrow morning it should be all gone, and everybody should be fine. All right. Um, hmm. Well... We'll see what happens with that. Just keep an eye. And yeah, then then cold for us, I guess, right? Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, they're uh-huh. saying next week uh, a little bit cooler than it has been. I don't know. I just came back from the north part of the state. It was freezing. It was like 48 degrees one day. I was like, okay, I'm not used to this. <laughs> I, I had mittens on and a scarf and a hat and a winter coat. I was like, wow, I, I completely forgot what it's like when it's cold. Going back down south. All right, we don't know what the heck is going on, uh, seriously, with the defense Department now with the Secretary of Defense. We don't usually play the NBC News report for this, but they describe it pretty well. I'm excited to announce. Well, that wasn't them. At this point, it's still not clear whether officials here in the Pentagon were ordered not to disclose that the secretary was hospitalized or whether there was just a massive breakdown in communication. Okay, that was from NBC this morning. What do you mean it's still not clear? How do you know? Okay, so. We don't need the background of it, but how is it still not clear? Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was in ICU in a hospital for at least five days. Uh, I don't know how long he was in the hospital for because somebody has yet to share that information. Nobody knows. But here's the gotcha. Nobody in the White House knew, including the President of the United States, including the Vice President of the United States, including his replay, well, the person underneath him who is supposed to fill in for the defense secretary when the defense secretary can't do his or her job. That person didn't even know. And this isn't a problem? Oh, it's a problem. It, it clears, as confusing as this is, ironically, it clears up a lot of stuff. First of all, you should know by now, Joe's not running the ship. He's just not. <laughs> not nobody, after this. He had no clue. And somebody who is made a conscious decision not to tell him about this madness. You know right. that. And, and also, the scary part is, you know, the Defense Department is a mess, too. No one is talking to each other. And this is crazy. And then they said on January 1st, uh, which was, what, last week, a week and a half ago, uh, that Lloyd Austin had a, a, a conference call via computer with the President of the United States. While they think he was still in the hospital, but the President of the United States had no idea he was in the hospital. So here you are sitting in the hospital. You're talking to your boss, essentially, and you don't tell him where you are? No. So Didn't the, say a word. I, 
what there's so many things wrong with this whole situation. And this is the guy who was really, I mean, the conduit between armed forces and the president of the United States, commander in chief. And he's out of commission for a week and no one knows about it. Oh, boy. That's crazy. Sure is. Yeah. We're, we're, and we're really safe, aren't we? This is how naive I am. I thought by this morning there would actually be a full explanation and this and that. It, it is that serious of a thing. No, we still don't know. <laughs> well, the question is, they said that he went in for some kind of elective surgery and then something went wrong and right. he had to go back. And that's when he ended up in ICU. Obviously, it was something that went terribly wrong if he was in ICU. Uh, and, and I'm like, eh. but still, isn't the man married? Doesn't he have children? Doesn't he have people who work for him who thought it would be a bright idea to pick up the phone and tell the president of the United States, by the way, your defense secretary is in ICU? Uh, I wonder if I should uh, <laughs> jump on his cell phone and to call the Pentagon for him and say he's not going to be at work today. I mean, come on. I, okay, you don't call. You don't show up for work, and you don't call anybody. Yeah. And the odds are you're going to be reprimanded. You do it one day. You do it two days. You're going to be fired. So there have been calls for his resignation, obviously, or just flat-out firing. Nikki Haley is talking about that. Trump was the first probably to say the guy should be should be let go. Lloyd Austin has made a statement. He says, I have absolutely no intention of resigning. Of course not. No. Oh, by the way, that was the biggest news while I was gone. The Speaking of resigning, Claudine Gay at Harvard, she left. I was so excited. I was like, they got rid of her. Uh, not really. No? She's still on the board, and she's making $820,000 a year. <gasps> Yeah, it's a little disappointing. Oh. I didn't want to mention it to you. Oh, I was so excited. I saw that as one of the headlines. I went, finally, they got rid of that woman. So she's gone, oh. but she's not gone. How much was she making as president at Harvard? Good question. I don't know. If she's making it, how much? So now she makes 820 and doesn't that really have to do anything. Not bad. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, I was happy. Never mind. I didn't mean to derail that conversation. <laughs> it goes that happiness. That's okay. Oh, no, 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 no. So here's another day where you should be glad you don't live in New York City. Why? Large number of pro-Palestinian protesters under arrest after causing biz- big disruptions to drivers in New York City yesterday. They blocked entrances to, listen to this, Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Williamsburg Bridge, along with the Holland Tunnel. Okay, let's shut down all the boroughs all at once. Right during rush hour. Great. Okay, now how many were arrested? You said they were actually arrested? Yeah, I think a couple of dozen, I guess. Is basically Should be a was. couple of thousand at that point. Slap on the wrist. But there's a guy that's become, they're calling him a hero now. And I think he's become like the face, because he was caught on a lot of different cell phone videos, uh, kind of like the face of people who have just had enough. He, he didn't hurt anybody. He was yell, yelling at them. But you'll hear him say right there, I need to get my daughter. You're in the way. This is illegal. This is how this thing started. At this point, he gets out and he starts pushing them one by one, right? <laughs> but then he gets back in the car. You're going to hear people along the side. You'll actually hear them going, run him over. Really? No. I think people have had enough. You don't want ah. to see anybody get hurt, but you can't block a run. No. no. goodness i think it's finally happened i think what we're seeing now has happened what they've had in europe with the climate uh, crazies people have just had enough yeah i think this started you know here uh, remember was it on the burning man concert remember the environmentalists blocked the road all those concert people could grant it they were going to a concert it wasn't an emergency situation but remember the cops oh yeah and they just they just picked them they up get put out. them on the side of the road and then went right through their blockade and blew it away i remember the protesters were going how Oh, you're hurting me. How As they could you drag do this to me? Side of the road. I, I would have no patience with these people. I would have been this man. But the difference is I, I would have just kept on driving. And I'm looking at the I'm looking at the people who are blocking at least the, the section where this guy was. They are it looks exactly like the twenty twenty riots. The same exact people. They look like paid protesters. Hmm. I don't know whether it has anything to do with anything. They're all also masked up. Like medical masks. Oh, so you can't see who it is. Is that the reason? Oh, I'm sure. Or is there a link between the people who are still that COVID paranoid? You know, I want to block entrance to the city, but I don't want to get the vid. Okay, no. No, Is it it a mental connection there? No, I think it's more, I don't want you to know who I am. Wow. Because it's really, you know, you look at somebody you've never met who has a mask on, and then you meet them after they take the mask off. You're like, wow, I never knew you looked like that. 
and, and, and it's, it's true. I mean, in many cases. So, and you put a hoodie on and a mask. That's true. Put some sunglasses on. Forget it. You'll never know what they look like. Yeah, that's very true. That's so right. I, I think it's more to hide their identity. These idiots. I'd, I'd see my. I'd get in trouble because I. I would roll right through them. Well, that's what I. I, I hate to say it. I think it's going to happen a lot more. You're going to have to. You can't block roads like that. Okay. Like this guy's a perfect example. He said, "I got to get to my daughter." Okay, he's going to get to his daughter. What? What if, if, for example, you're in an ambulance? Does an ambulance have the right to go through these people? I would hope so. A fire truck, right. a police officer, you're putting their life in danger. Yeah. Uh, what if what if you're okay? Say they sent the cops to help you. You're getting mugged, and the cop can't get through because yeah. these people in the way. Do they have the right to plow through you? I would think so. I don't know. Run them over. Well, this happened yesterday too. Do you remember the Clark County judge and that that guy in Nevada and that yes. guy hopped the? I mean, he cleared her judge's desk and, and and attacked her. It was horrible. They had a second showdown yesterday. He didn't attack her, but she faced the accuser. It, it reminded me of Hannibal Lecter, to be quite honest with you. Oh, they made an example of this guy. Yeah. They had him all wrapped <laughs> I was up. Like, whoa. We'll talk about how that went and more coming up next. The Seth Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. All right, let's go back a little bit. Do you remember last week our first insane story of 2024? It was the guy in Nevada, Clark County, that hopped the judge's bench and attacked her. I, I, I wasn't here and I only saw the video. Do you know how high that guy had to jump? And I don't think he touched it. I mean, he cleared it. That's, and, and from where he was, I mean, he maybe had 10 steps to get that high. Yeah, he had to get past that. Where was the bailiff, by the way? Not enough has been asked about that guy. Well, he has one job. Keep people from doing that. Yeah, but they're usually, you know, you don't expect that in a courtroom, unfortunately. And he's usually off to the left or the right, and that's exactly where he was. As we go back, this is what it sounded like. I appreciate that, but I think it's time that he get a taste of something else because I just can't with that history. In accordance with the laws of state of Nevada, this court is... Oh boy! And then the uh, Las Vegas Raiders scout said, "Who is that guy?" <laughs> she could jump. Yeah, but uh, she got even with them. They, they brought was it yesterday? They brought him back in the courtroom, right? That man seen in the viral video attacking the judge has been charged now with attempted murder. Oof. In connection with the attack, also charged with more than a dozen other crimes, which kind of led him to that position in the first place where he got denied probation. Six counts of battery and a protected person. The man's accused of diving over the bench, of course. The judge's name, Mary Kay Holthus, as she was sentencing him, uh, faced him again yesterday. This time, she was able to finish reading the sentence and ordered him 19 to 48 months in prison in that case. Says the sentence was not modified in any way after she was attacked. I don't believe that for a moment. I bet you she went home and she told her (laughs) clerks, you find me everything there is against this guy and throw the maximum at me. Give me that piece of paper, give me some whiteout, and add like 10, add everything to what you have. But you know what? This is the type of criminal, unfortunately, that this woman has to be concerned with for the rest of her life. This guy ever gets out on early, you know, release for whatever reason, even after an attempted murder charge, say 15 years years down the road this right. guy gets out he's gonna go looking for this judge sure there is. is no doubt about it my sure mind. he is so you gotta worry as a judge a criminal judge to worry about this stuff for the rest of your life it made me think not only in the courtroom just in life how many judges you think who hand down sentences are armed oh you would hope all of them but yeah. I, or do they have you know is it like they get the secret service you know they get their own protection detail after uh, you leave i don't think you do i don't think you not not at the house no i don't think you do while you're serving Man. Which is, to me, uh, well, we found out Supreme Court justices don't have it. So why would a county court judge have it or a state court judge? I couldn't believe that about the Supreme Court remember justices. Remember that? Because of Kavanaugh, remember? Yeah, All they those ju- people they just live up? in a neighborhood. Yeah. They showed up at his front door. Hello. I'm like, okay. Unbelievable. It's it's kind of it's kind of crazy. So yeah. I bet you things, because of this attack, granted, it was you know one in a million, but I bet you they start doing things differently in courtrooms now. Yeah, they really may. Oh, boy, did they make an example out of him, though. They went a little overboard, like you said before in the description. Boy, they they covered him up like Hannibal Lecter. They had a they had a face cage on him. They had, like, ten cops. He was shackled every which way. He had, like, these big glove things on his hands. I was like, okay. And they, had, they found the six biggest cops in Nevada they could find to stand next to this guy. And then while the judge is sentencing him, she smiles somewhere along the line and laughs. Oh, yeah, she, uh... she, never, she never looked at the guy. And behind her is a wall, and all of a sudden you see it out from behind the wall. I'm like, how many cops are in this courtroom now? 
And now there's a million cops, not before she got attacked. I, I think they're going to have to change protocol inside the courtroom because of this. I almost thought they were going to let them do it again. <laughs> just and so they, they could shoot him? Away. Just, just, you know, <laughs> we'll take care of that for you, Judge. <laughs> take him out. Apparently, he took out a huge clump of her hair. Oh, Which, did he really? Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you can't see her. You just hear her scream yeah. behind the thing. There's some, I don't know what this guy is, but the guy in the blue blazer, God love him. I think he's a stenographer. He was doing his best to try to like hit him. Either that or he's a clerk for the judge. Something. It's, I don't know. I don't know what he was. Something, because he came out from the back room. So he did. He, yeah, he might have been one of her clerks. But he was pounding on this guy, but they weren't stopping him. They kept on hitting him for like 30 seconds. The and flags are flying all over the place. I was like, jeez. That's, that's horrifying to me that something like that could happen. Just horrifying. Poor woman. Well, she got even, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just that She simple. gets to go home. She gets to go home, and he'll be in prison for a very, very long time. In prison, he's like, hey, you're that guy. Yeah, well, the question is, is he a hero in prison because he attacked a judge, or do they not like that? And said because he makes criminals look bad, and they shiv him when the gate's left open. You have a visitor? Hey, I'm a scout from the Rams. You got some time? <laughs> it's too bad he's a criminal because I don't know many people who could jump that high. Oh, it was a hell of an athletic was, move. I mean, really you, can't, you, you can't deny that. I mean, I, I, you know, we were on vacation and I, it was just uh, the video. I didn't hear the audio. I saw this guy jump and I went, oh my goodness, this guy just jumped like eight <laughs> feet in the air. After running from where he was standing. Yeah, and he does, that's not a lot of room. Then maybe, honestly, God, maybe 15 feet if that. Wow. It's not a long, it's not a long distance. But he covered it in about a second. You're right. I'm All surprised. Right. If he wasn't a criminal, somebody would have signed him today. There we go. Rapid fire. It's coming up next. We'll cover the headlines, some entertainment stuff, too. It's coming up. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Time to find out what the heck is going on in the world. And out. What's up, Jen? What's the first one? I can tell you this did not go over very well when I announced this to my daughter last night. I said, hey, do you know the Martin County may be going year-round school? She went, what? Oh. Uh, there is apparently a the topics on the table. Florida lawmakers passed a bill last year to create pilot programs in five different school districts across the state. And they're going to test out year-round school. Now, it doesn't mean more school days. It's just... They spread it out throughout the entire year. But as you can imagine, the the backlash was swift and severe. I don't like it. Uh, well, Martin County, the school district, submitted a, an application to be one of the pilot programs. However, they say it all depends on what the feedback is from parents. My daughter's first reaction was, well, what if we want to go away for like a right, month? Exactly. Can't do it anymore. Right. It's, I, I don't know. I just think kids, how many kids did you grow up with that they came back like a foot taller over summer break. Oh, a bunch. Yeah. And a different person <laughs> just matured more. I just think kids need that break every once in a while. Yeah, well, that's the whole point is they say they lose too much information. They forget too much between, you yeah, know, the, I mean, over the summer Yeah, the but holiday. you get it back. I do. It's, it's so true. It comes back in like a week. I mean, I stress out about that, too, especially because with, you know, the way that we do homeschooling, yeah. we finish before anybody else. Like, we're usually done like a month before anybody else. And but even so, with that, I'm like, okay, you can play. <laughs> you like, I forgot how to read. Right, exactly. But, see, <laughs> but I do. I get concerned about. It. It's like, okay, well, guys, what's one plus one? But there's there's stuff you can do in between. You know, you do just you gotta take it upon yourself. Like, okay, today's a reading day. Today's a math day. Just do it like you know once every couple of weeks, just to keep their mind fresh. I think parents. I think kids need that break. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I agree with you. I don't know. You but know just, what? Though Martin County, they seem to be more experimental and open to things up there. Yeah. Well, we just got a new school superintendent. Too, so that might have oh, he's to trying to make him. a mark. Yeah, I, I don't know. So we shall see. But it did not go over. My my, my daughter heard that. She went, what? Yeah. No. I, there'll be a big pushback from parents, I think. But just think of how it screws up your life. You're used to your kids yeah. being, you know, because now they're going to be home for two weeks in the middle of, you know, January. What am I supposed to do with them? Yeah, but the argument is, well, they're not home all summer. I mean, you know, I mean, you have them all home all summer now, and. So you, did, you wouldn't have to worry about that. But. Well, true, but you've been programmed to have them home all It's summer. too big of a change. So there's camps, like there's it. you know daycare centers. Right, there's, right. You know, right anyway. Yeah, you're right. There's things built around right. that. So I, you'd yeah. have to change. Uh, hopefully, it'll ch- it, the whole infrastructure would change as well. Yeah, right. I think there'll be a pushback. Don't worry. Well, they found the plug. We knew that. They found the door plug from that Boeing airplane, the Alaska Airlines. Remember this announcement yesterday? This was great. I'm excited to announce <laughs> well, that we found the door plug. 
we swear that's not us. We didn't do that. I want to know if it was just like a reporter in the room or somebody with the NTSB. I think that's from somebody from the agency. That's how they party at the NTSB. You mentioned like birthday parties at the NTSB. It's like, all right, guys, it's Cheryl's birthday. Happy birthday, Cheryl. Then they also found that two two cell phones were sucked out of the hole in the in the flight. Everybody else was okay. They found a working iPhone that fell 16,000 feet. That was kind of amazing. That's pretty incredible, actually. This is the scarier part, though. Here's what else they found <laughs> as they grounded. Both United and Alaska Airlines said, well, they also found loose bolts during inspections of the 737 MAX 9 fleet in that same um, door plug area that it happened. So that's a manufacturing thing if this thing went out to multiple airlines. Okay, but here's the thing. Is it, were they loose because, you know, uh, the thread, I'm thinking, you know, the thread wore out because it's an older plane? Or is it loose because there's a problem with the bolts themselves? Or, or did the mechanic not put them in the right yeah, way? Or at right, the Boeing yeah. plant, was it a guy going, it says hand tight. That looks all right to me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, how's this look to you, Hank? Looks pretty good to me. Ooh, lunchtime. Send it out. Ooh. Jeez. <laughs> put a green sticker on there. That Send it out me, to the airlines. Oh, that no. makes me want to get in a plane so much more. Okay. Gosh. Jeez. Well, this, <laughs> I have uh, entertainment news, guys. I'm going to wrap these two things together because I have three things and I like all three so I'm just going to put two two for one Is here. wrestling involved in this? No, not this time. Oh, okay. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Okay. Not yet. In the future. Um, with the Golden Globes yes. on Sunday which actually did pretty well. People yeah. seem to respond to it pretty positively. It was better. It was. It wasn't woke. Exactly. That's Take all out the woke for. you win. It's not complicated. It's all we ask for. But Paul Giamatti had a good night. He won a Golden Globe. He was having fun. What, what is the show he's on? It's um, the oh, the uh, holdovers or something. Yeah, it was. I think I think that's what it was, right? Something like that. He plays a college professor and he has to take care of the kids that are stuck on winter break and. That's right. Yeah. Blah blah blah. So he's he's a very good actor, he Paul Giamatti. So to celebrate, he was out in his tuxedo with his Golden Globe. And went to In-N-Out Burger. Oh, I'm he went standing. to In-N-Out Burger. He did. I love, I love this great. man. I love stories like that. We're like with Elon Musk, who's at Krispy Kreme after one of the SpaceX launches, and people are just like, like the Five Guys Musk. too. Yeah, that's right. Five Guys. And that's great. Like, uh, what's his name? Phil uh, Mickelson with after the Masters. He, that's what I was thinking about. He went to Krispy Kreme with his green jacket on. <laughs> it's fantastic because <laughs> someone actually snapped a picture. He's sitting inside of In-N-Out. It's not like he went through the drive-through. That's awesome. <laughs> he has the golden globe cool. on the table next to his. Burger. I always liked him. Uh, it's really it's it's, yeah, it's a cool move. And his dad was a uh, major league baseball commissioner. Is that right? The Bart Giamatti that for a while before, that before he died. That's his dad. Really? Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Isn't that weird? And then to add on to that, I didn't know that you blew my mind. Um, well, we're all going to be excited about this. Stranger Things, the <gasps> final season, season five has officially begun. Filming. Good, because they're about 40 now. I know. Yeah, it's going to be their grandkids are the stars. Yeah. Because they were writing a, f- a few months ago, like, you know, during the writer's oh, yeah. strike and all that, it finally ended. But now they have begun filming. And like you said, it's a good thing they're doing it because, yeah, they're, they're going to they're gonna look like Paul Giamatti. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> you know what? Are they going to use AI to make them look younger? I don't. What's that movie I saw? They made, what's his name, look like he was Oh, Harrison Ford. Yeah, and and Indiana Jones. They made him look like 30. Depends what the storyline is in this. Depends on how much is is, uh, part of special effects anyway. I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. I'm just excited it's back. Yes. Wow. I'm just excited you're doing entertainment. And I'm doing sports. Oh, sports. L.A. Dodgers, the $700 million man. Mm. Did you see what's happening to him? This is ridiculous. Otani, what did they do? Shohei Otani. He's now coming under scrutiny. Why? The, oh, well, wait. Uh-oh. The California State Controller, her name's Malia Cohen. She's going after him. Oh, jeez. Why? Because the bulk of his pay is deferred at least 10 yeah, years right. in time, which is, means he could no longer be a California citizen, which means he doesn't have to pay taxes on most of it. Oh. So now they're trying to get the state law changed. So wow. he would pay taxes on it even if he moved back to Japan. Oh, they're wow. horrible in California. Boy, oh boy, they just grab anything they can. Isn't that terrible? That is terrible. That actually. is horrible. Smart horrible. move. That's, I don't think... You realize now, with their latest free agent, they got the uh, uh, that outfielder who had been playing for Seattle. They have a three hundred and ten million dollar payroll for this year. For this year, this year, this season, <laughs> so far, and they're not done spending yet. 
Wow. Oh my gosh. If they lose in the first round to the Diamondbacks, it'll be the (laughs) biggest fail of all time in sports. Three hundred and ten million dollar payroll. Yeah. Jeez. It's an incredible amount of spending that they're doing. Oh my god. I wonder though, real quick in Otani, if if they were smart enough to write into the contract like a clause that says if he moves, he doesn't have to pay taxes. Uh, They were smart enough to defer it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they she wouldn't be asking Congress to change it, the Mm. state congress. So she going after him. Yeah. Well, other sports, you know this, and this was not the music Jen wanted to come back from vacation to. And a new college champion, the undefeated Michigan Wolverines. It's a great fight song. They got it done last night. Again, talking about the Golden Globes being on TV, being early, less woke. Is TV getting smarter? They started this game at 7.30 last night. They finally got it. Well, let's see what they do with the Super Bowl if they started earlier or the World Series. Yeah. Or do they? No, the Super Bowl's fine. That's usually around 6.30, but it's the World Series. The World Series. They start at like 9 o'clock, even the playoff games, right? Stupid. The pennant games start at 9 o'clock at night. And baseball is so stupid. They're like, I don't understand why the younger generation isn't playing baseball. Because they don't see your first pitches until 9.30 on a Tuesday. (laughs) They have to go to bed. (laughs) But, uh... Undefeated season for the Wolverines. Good for them. Yeah. As they win it. I don't know what kind of... Do they have... It's Ann Arbor, so would they have a parade there? Or you've been there, Jim. How does that work? Ann Arbor is beautiful. Their campus is gorgeous. Yeah, they may have a parade. Who knows? But uh, Harbaugh himself is getting a tattoo that says 15 and 0. Well, good for them. Good for him. A lot of talk about him going to the NFL. That would be a dumb move. I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think he should. I don't think yeah. they're going to pay him enough to leave well, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> is that too? It's their first title since 97. They right. defeated Washington 34 to 13. But uh, I don't know. I got close in the third quarter, but that was about it. Great season. Yeah. Good now we look them. forward to next and year. And Bill picked them to win it all months yeah. ago. You saw it. They came together. They did. They used uh, the suspension as a rallying cry. Well, I have to finish off here, guys, with a sports slash business story. Uh oh. This is a big deal, actually. Tiger Woods and Nike have officially parted ways. Ooh. 28 years together. They're done with him. He became pro. I mean, that was what, 1997? He was 20. Right? Mm-hmm. 28 years, was it? Uh, no, you're better think. at this um, than I am. <laughs> well, 1996. He's not playing anymore. Yeah. I think it was an amicable an amicable. It was, split. yeah. It, it, it wasn't, wasn't like, like a, Nike said get the hell out. Right. They didn't drop him. <laughs> I mean, even through all his controversies, they they stood behind him and everything like that. And, He's older now. Who's he yeah. going to now? Like Easy Spirit? That makes you wonder. What they didn't Sketchers. tell you is Nike's gonna Sketchers. sponsor Charlie. No. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the family. That's I can it. see that. It's going to Charlie next. They can't afford both Tiger and his son. But Nike put up a picture of Tiger and his Red jacket doing the old the old tiger fist pump and they've brought uh, it was a hell of a round tiger. Yeah, but now so, get out. We don't yeah. want you anymore. <laughs> we want we want your son. <laughs> Almost a thirty year partnership. How about that? Wow. All right, we'll uh, finish up with a couple of quick headlines coming up next, but we'll also have another entertainment story. Boy, Broadway is really counting on this one. The Great White Way is going purple, purple rain. They're banking a lot on this. I think they're going to spend like hundreds of millions of dollars, too, to get it to be successful. But who's going to play them? It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. Thanks for hanging out. We're 100%. Jen's back. There's Dean or two on Bill. Uh, one quick headline. Uh, President Trump is expected within moments, apparently, to show up in D.C., at one of the immunity hearings. That's going to happen uh, today. He'll be there soon. I don't know what's going to result from it. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll probably have the results by tomorrow. And then Thursday, he's back in New York uh, yes. looking at Letitia James there. So is that wrapping up finally? It's got to be, right? They don't want it to. I don't know. It's going to go on forever. Jeez. He's also got on. this, by the way. He just put this on Truth Social last night. Um, Fanny Willis <laughs> in uh, Fulton County, Georgia, is now being accused of basically being in a relationship with the lead prosecutor there. And she was the one that hired him. And he's gotten hundreds, if not thousands, of hours of billable hours making money. So she may have profited off that. Now Trump says Nathan Wade, Fannie's lead prosecutor, met with Biden's White House on May 23rd and November 18th. So Trump says Crooked Joe and the DOJ were totally involved in the Fulton County prosecution. Okay. Totally. So Fannie Willis, as the district attorney of Fulton County, hires this guy Nathan Wade to the tune of excess of $650,000. Okay, so Nathan Wade, is, is, he's like, you know, his own private little attorney here. And then he's her boyfriend. Right. So he takes her all over the place on vacations. And then if, if they had met with the Biden White House under directive from them to take out Trump, that's even more corrupt. Wow. I think the, I think the Georgia one's going to fall apart. I don't Should know. Should be interesting to see what happens. 
and in New York, actually all of entertainment, you know, because Broadway and musical shows live theater hasn't really quite recovered since COVID, but maybe this will put it over the top. You ready for it? The Great White Way going purple. Purple Rain. It is becoming a Broadway musical, and they are putting big money behind it. Well, the the question would be is what's going to make it successful is obviously who they find to play Prince. The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy Fallon. He's a little too tall. Who are your other favorites? Oh, please. Uh, And now starring starring as Prince, Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, God, no, it's going to be, no, it's going to be, you watch, it'll be a woman. Uh, oh, they might. God, uh, don't do uh, that to uh, me. Uh, you never know. No, it'd be a disaster. They won't do that. The producers say, we can't wait for a new generation to discover Purple Rain and for lovers of the original film and album to experience its power once again, this time live. You know what? There's probably some kid who lives in the middle of Idaho. Oh, yeah. Who says, you know what? I can play the guitar fairly well. I, and I look a lot like Prince. Uh, you know what? Maybe maybe this is for me. The problem is, can he sing? Yeah, that's like a triple threat. You're going to be able to play the guitar, sing, and look like him. Mm. So, I mean, I, you'll get the second run. I'm sorry. The first six months, we need Jimmy Fallon for the publicity. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, kid. Wait no. your turn. Oh. No, with two stories, we leave you with it's, the iPhone that fell. By the way, sixteen thousand feet. That's a live rumor. Has it? Apple's already contacted the guy. Second today, on this day in 2007, a guy by the name of Steve Jobs unveiled the very first iPhone. 2007. Yep. So you guys can celebrate the anniversary. Mm. Enjoy. Uh, We're out of here. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. We can't thank you enough for joining us. Have a great day. Be careful with all the wind and the rain. We'll see you in the morning.